Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of Sasomi Corazon. This is your host, Ayana. I've got my daughter with me in case y'all hear her. She just woke up from a nap, so she's going to be quiet just long enough for me to hand her off here shortly. Um, I'm joined here today by a very special guest. I say that every time, but all of y'all are special to me. I really do have to say that. And um, we'll we'll go into a little bit about how we know each other. But first, Theon, go ahead and tell people who you are. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, my name is Theon Freeman. Um, my pronouns are he, him, and his. Um, yeah, I'm a digital event strategist and producer. I'm a budding coach. I am an officiant. I am a whole bunch of things uh, and actively trying to figure out what all those things are. Yes, yes. And Theon and I met earlier this year through the uh, MTV Mental Health Youth Action Forum. And he was an amazing facilitator, producer, um, co-facilitator, co-producer, I should say, the amazing Bibbs. Mm-hmm. Just got to give her flowers. But um, we met in that space. And I feel like every good story and good relationship that I've started out this year has some kind of twerking involved. Um, this particular relationship started with some merengue and just randomly going going ah, in <laughs> at a very special Pinterest dinner and, and just all the events that happened. And uh, we just knew from then. The, we just had to click and and you know really see this relationship. And my daughter agrees; she's clapping. Um, <laughs> let's get into it, Theon. Yeah. How are you? How are you today? Today I am doing well. Um, you know, when people ask me that question, I go to the singular day because today I'm doing well. Tomorrow maybe I'm not. The day before maybe I'm not. I might have like several days of just like awesomeness. Or several days of just like, damn, it's hard to wake up or it's hard to do this today. And so, um, you know, I am always happy when it's like, all right, okay, today's a good day. Yes. Oh, I feel that so heavily. Like, I got to be honest, I've been struggling with some tough days, too. And some days are better than others. Um, And I really appreciate you, Theon. I really just got to thank you for from the jump is that, you know, we've remained connected in our, in our little community and just you checking in and me being able to say like, today was hard or today's okay. Or, you know, like you just make it easy to be able to articulate those things. So I really appreciate you for just being able to hold that space. Um, Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate your vulnerability and I appreciate, uh, I think, um, the fact of modeling that for the community and for others as well. Because people always ask us that, and sometimes like they don't really care to have a real answer about how we are. And so it's like, okay, well, yeah, you asked me how I am. All right, hold on, let me let me sit down and hear about it. (laughs) Exactly, like you know, I'm not gonna give you some half answer. And so again, I appreciate people who are who are willing to be vulnerable and authentic, um, in our expression and just like our being. So I'm trying to do that too. So. Absolutely. And it takes a lot of strength and courage and accountability to be able to do that, right? And I think being intentional on how we answer that question is very important because then we're, we have more self-awareness on how am I really doing? Do I just want to pass off and just say I'm good? And then also you get the opportunity to really assess, like, does this is this person safe enough for me to disclose this, right? Like, there's so many different elements. It's such a simple question that people don't necessarily 
think about all the time. So I appreciate you. Um, we are here to discuss mental health and yeah. all the things related to it. So can you tell me and everyone listening about your story and your mental health journey? Sure. Um, I guess where do I start? Um, I think because the nature of who I am and how I come off um, over the years, it has also changed. And, you know, obviously we're always growing, always changing, always progressing. Um, But when I show up and especially in like workplaces in all these spaces, it's like, oh, it's the bubbly Theon and it's, and, and, and it's the, you know, life of the party and all these other pieces for me early on, I discovered that if I'm the loudest in the room, then no one asks me anything, you know? And then, so I can always hide in plain sight. And that was a piece where like I saw that and it served me for when it served me, but there was a point when it just kind of stopped serving me. And I, and I recognized that that was like building a wall. um, And no one really knew that was building it. And then you kind of get lonely and you're just like, Oh, wait a minute. I need, I need to open up. I need to, uh, I need to just kind of be me. And then years and years go by and you realize, wait a minute, like this is difficult, you know, um, Mm. being you authentically is difficult. Being out here is difficult. Um, especially on my queer journey, like that part, like that meant, how do I break down these walls? How do I stop showing up the spaces as this, just this person or just like the idea of who Theon was. And I think I got really intentional. Well, I started going therapy in college, um, you know, and I will say that the day that it happened. And so um, it was, I was 21 years old and that's when I considered committing suicide. And I was just like, okay, something ain't right. I got to go um, get help. And so I got help, got therapy. And then that didn't say that solved everything at that point, but I know it started the journey to of like what just, um, what forgiveness with myself could look like. And then years go on, years go on, you know. I, and for me, a lot of it is tied to the, uh, through my work pieces because so much of myself was defined by my work and what organization I worked for. And so and I went from like corporate to startup to nonprofit to startup. Like, again, these pieces, like it felt like, okay, well, that's me. I'm wrapped up in this. Um, and that also kind of judged like, where my mental state was. And then maybe, uh, okay, first of all, I always forget what year we are, but 2022 now. And so maybe like, 2017, maybe, I think it was. Um, I, you know, honestly, I got in an Uber. And actually, I'm not sure about the date on that one. But the point is, I got in an Uber. And um, uh, it was when Uber Pool was still around, you know, before, like, COVID. And I got in, and there was this guy, and he was dressed in, like, in a full, uh, like, like, he looked like he was like an artist or a performer because it was like all black, got a whole trench coat and stuff. Like I was like, okay, like I was like, where are we going though? Right. I was like, okay. And I was in Philly at the time. Well, Philly before that. And so then this is back in New York. And then I, I, I have friends who like were, who have been performers. And so that's what I saw that as. 
And so I ask him that. He starts asking me questions. He says, what do you want out of life? And that's a big question for an Uber pool. And so- um, um, <laughs> I, I would have looked next to me like, sir, why are you asking me these questions? <laughs> Listen, like, no, exactly. And then, um, but- I also answered because I think that was a piece on like, wait a minute. Oh, he's willing to go deep. Sure. Let's talk. Yes. So I talk and I say, you know, well, I want to travel. And he was like, why? And I was like, well, I want to meet new people and new things. And he was like, well, what are you doing right now? And I was like, well, I guess technically I'm traveling. And he was like, and aren't, aren't I a new person? And I was like, yeah, you're right. And he was like, exactly. So why not have it? Like, you know, I, why not now? Why wait for this point in which you're going somewhere else? And I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And then he was like, well, if you want to learn more, like, you know, find me. And then so that ended up being my first life coach um, because I actually found him after the fact. And at the time I didn't have money to afford it, but I said, well, this is like, this is what I know. Like, you know, I want to work with you. Or I just understood that piece because, and at this time I didn't have therapy. Um, and so I just had that. And so we're talking. I was back in tech at that point. I was unhappy. Um, this new leader came and I was just like, I'm not here for it. And my work was like dropping. And one day um, uh, someone asked me like, yo, like, do you want to be here? Are you passionate about this? And my answer was no. And so I walked in the next day and I quit. Um, and then that summer was when I ended up finding a space he told me during one of our sessions, I think your people will be at the Center for Social Innovation. And I was like, all right. He only went to the one in Canada. There was one in New York. So I actually went there. Um, fast forward, I started volunteering there. Fast forward, they asked me to come back. And then I started working for them for the next like three and a half years. Like, and 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 and, wow. and, and, and I give all this like background when it comes to the working pieces because getting to that place is what opened up my eyes about a lot of ways in which I, how I interact, who I am now. And so from a mental health perspective, um, more on the lines of like therapy, let me get back in there, what coaching could actually look like being around um, like-minded people um, where it didn't feel woo-woo or the idea of, 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 of coaching and then being in a community and really understanding, oh, community has always been the thing that I've searched for and that I like to cultivate. And so, um, and then now fast forward, like now I have a coach, I have a therapist, like I want, I want to be doing more coaching um, and seeing and really understanding how that can start to like build itself and seeing how important the reflective pieces of who we are, how, how we interact, how we show up and the need to be authentic within these spaces, how important that actually is. Now that ultimately gives back to us and, sometimes gives back to others just by mere example. Wow. There's a lot there. And I just, not in a bad (laughs) way, not in a bad way. I just, I got to thank you for sharing that. And I just want to say, I'm grateful that you're still here. Even after all of that. And I appreciate that. You know, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot to be able to go through those things, acknowledge that you need help or that something's not quite right, and to continue it, right? For longevity. That that takes a lot of commitment and determination, and you really have to be in a place of like 
I know I want to be better and do better. And I search for something specific and I'm going to continue to do that until I find what I need. And so I just, thank you for sharing that. And I do have to tell everybody who's listening, like, please, please, please don't get to the point where you attempt to unalive yourself. Like, please reach out to someone, you know, or resource or whatever before you get to that point. Like if you do feel like you are facing challenges or you're just not quite right, please ask for help. I would say for sure. are open. So please, please reach out. I'm so glad that you went through that coaching because I think we talk a lot about this on this podcast is that therapy is not the only way of self-help and healing. And, you know, we're all on a spectrum and coaching is, is very similar. It's not the same. Not the same, but it's very similar into where you're you're really having to take a deep look at self and understand why you do certain things and approach things a certain way and be very intentional about it. Um, so I do think it is a form of healing. And, and you know, whether you, you do coaching for a little while and then dabble into some therapy and then go back and forth and do both, like, I think that is really, really helpful. Um, I had a coach once and it was for a short period of time. Like I had her for mm-hmm. a very specific purpose, but she just, man, she called me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, why are you looking for exposition when you're at a higher level than that? Why are you yeah. minimizing yourself? And I was like, well, goddamn. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Like I got the message received. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, it's just like someone else's perspective sometimes where you're just like, Ooh, yeah, I, think I needed that. <laughs> I, you know, I call it, I call it the reframe because there's a lot of different things that we know, we understand, but it takes someone with a, a particular type of ear and understanding to hear what you're saying and say it back to you. And then you actually hear it. And so at a certain point, you're feeling heard. You're like, and and people talk about, you know, needing to be seen and feel heard, et cetera, and just that belonging piece. But it really changes it when someone can just like, when they regurgitate the information and it's like, no, that's exactly how I feel. And they're providing Ooh. additional insight. And I feel like that's some of the benefit of coaching. And I remember yeah. when I first got involved with it, um, you know, as a coachee, uh, they really make a distinction between, again, like therapy, coaching, and consulting. And whereas therapy mm-hmm. is looking and giving you answers about the inward or how it got there, why you got there, coaching is helping you set some of those actionable goals to move forward. Um, yes. And to and and in the process, if you're going to reflect on it, then that's an added bonus. And that's a piece of like, oh, wait, I have to actually look at myself. But that's also very much tied into because these are the goals in which I've created and, and I'm being forced to look at myself in a new way. Hmm. I love that. So, with that being said, right, reframing and stuff like that. Like, what is your emotional process to be able to continue when life just keeps on lifing and throwing you all the hard things? Girl, um, <laughs> that's a great question. Actually, <laughs> um, legit, I'm still figuring that out um, now. It's really sitting with myself and understanding that reflective peace and time, giving myself time to feel the feelings. For a very long time, I was definitely the person that I get a strong feeling and I will push it off and I just won't sit with it. And I'm still healing and still understanding and still learning 
how to sit with my feelings better. It just determines what type of feeling it is. Uh, mm. Sorry, depends on what type of feeling it is. That really kind of like is like where I am in the healing journey to be able to really sit with it and move through it. Um, but again, now it is reflective, reflective moments. Um, back in February, I was laid off and that felt like a kick in the face. I'm, the, I'm not, I'm being really, really honest. It felt like Look, a kick in the face is, for a moment. This is the space to be honest. <laughs> you can tell them that you felt like you was kicked in the face. Yeah. You know, twice. <laughs> yeah. Some hot water on and then some. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that, and, that, and that's a piece where I was just like, okay, cause you know, you know, I'm 33 now and I went into it thinking, that like this is going to be because 33 is your golden year this is going to be amazing like <laughs> okay i got my salary after nonprofit. i said bet like we about to do this i'm paying off debt i'm going this i'm going that and then um now so like you wrapping through your dog like, like <laughs> we was ready like we was so ready you know and like and i had all these crazy dreams and and, and like and i say crazy dreams but i would put a big asterisk of like I still understand that I haven't healed enough to dream as big as I can. But Ooh. this for me, like. <laughs> Wait, pause. Stop. Hold the mic. Say it again. I, I still realizing that, I, that, that I'm not healed enough to dream as big as I can. Dreaming big or just dreaming in general is giving ourselves agency to do so. We have to believe in ourselves. We have to see the examples. We have to think that we're going to get there, the blind faith in ourselves as well. And so then it's like, wait a minute, like, can I dream that big? Am I allowed to dream that big? Am I allowed to be great? Am I afraid Mm -hmm. of what that greatness also brings? There's all these different aspects that are tied up in dreaming big, you know, but again, it's all that healing too, because I'm, and I can't speak for everyone, but but from what I've experienced, it is tied to some level of trauma somewhere down the line that told mm-hmm. you you were not good enough to be what you what you see or what you dream or what comes oh. up, what you had visions of. And I'm just like, okay, like I could dream bigger, I I, I can, and and I'm I, and I'm working to get to the point where I believe in the dreams that I have. Ooh. I feel like I'm in church right now. I am receiving it. I feel like that message is for me. There we go. Listen. <laughs> that was just, oh, it's so, it's so, so hard. And I'm getting teary eyed because it's, it truly is, you know, us internalizing so much that yeah. we, that we receive right messages from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Whether that be family members, friends, society, trauma, et cetera. And then that inhibits us from really leaning into our greatness, to our yes. dreams. Yes. And that sometimes cannot happen until you're really healed. And you yeah. can achieve certain things, right? But until you remove some of those blockers, you can't truly get to like, damn, I made it. Listen. You know, you're always going to have some kind of feeling where like something's missing. Yeah. And the thing is, and, and I love that point of like, we can achieve certain things, but it then becomes a difference between what we're achieving and is it authentic to who we are? And that's a piece where it's like, wait a minute, like, oh, I can get to X, Y, and Z level in this company, but I'm also a cog in the machine 
And that's not to tell anyone that's that's working at a company that that like you shouldn't be doing that. That's your dream. That's your dream. But if that's a, if there's a piece of you that is, that's, that's stopping from being authentic in the way that you are, just existing in the world or your experiences, it's like, okay, what what else is that connected to? And then that's why you can even dream bigger because now it's like, wait a minute, I can now achieve like I've done in this arena, in this other arena too, but as an authentic expression of who I am. Wow. I feel like you just described the life transitions that I've gone through here in the last, like, I want to say like nine, 10 months or so. Yeah. Where like I've been leaning in. I have also self-reflected on, wait a minute, I'm not where I want to be, or I'm perpetuating the problem or the system or et cetera. And this is going completely against certain values that I have. And I've yeah. made changes as a result, but it took a long time. Number one, I acknowledge those values. And then number two, that I was being part of the problem <laughs> in yeah. certain instances. That's a lot. That is heavy. That is a lot. And, and, and I gotta say, like, we, we, we are saying it like it's easy or that healing is linear and that all these pieces fall into place all the time. But like I said, before we started recording, like, we are all still trying to figure it out. There's always exactly. something to try to figure out. Yeah. And you might take a couple steps back, but what's important is that you continue to try to move forward, right? Yeah. It's okay to take a rest in your healing journey. It's okay to slow down, but always try to make that progress and continue to work at those different aspects because it's a lifelong journey, right? Like it's, yeah. a, it's a pursuit, not necessarily a destination. So yeah. Oof. I got to reflect on some authenticity now. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that homework. Um, <laughs> you uh, mentioned that you were laid off. Yeah. Earlier this year. Can you talk to me a little bit about how that transition has impacted you and the way that you show up? Yeah. And so um, what's interesting was that that was the third layoff that I've had in my lifetime thus far, you know, and God willing for many more years. Um, Cause me and Jesus, what's up? And um, hey, shout out to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, for us, shout out to Jesus, shout out to God, mother God, Get father God, them. Listen, you know, because like, and I recognize that the universe was trying to tell me something, you know, for a very long time, I've, Again, back to the piece on dreams, I've had dreams of different things and like, oh, but wanting to have, again, more authenticity in how I show up in spaces um, and go against the different things that I told myself over the years. And so fast forward, um, I get laid off um, at a company that, you know, that I quite enjoyed. And honestly, in a lot of different ways, it was more value aligned than in in the most tech spaces that I've been in. I mean, I was very grateful for that entire experience. And I'm like, what's next? And I'm like, damn, but this hurts. But Mm. the difference between this layoff and the other ones was that, again, I had therapy. I had a coach. I had friends who have a level of empathy that I I could only wish for. Um, And that is from a person but more of just like a level of empathy that I can wish for from my community. I had community. And so it allowed me to move through all these different pieces. Let me give you an example because 
Um, one of my friends, shout Sarah, you're hearing this. Like, I, I, I hope you hear this, actually. Um, it was her birthday. It was her birthday, like the day after I got laid off. And I was supposed to go over there to just hang with her on her birthday. And she held space for me to just be me in that moment. And that was tears. And that was like, damn, what's next? How am I moving? And I give that as an example, because again, like your birthday is a day where you're just like, yeah, like, you know, it's about you. And so to be able to hold space for for a friend in that moment and and, in that type of way, I was super grateful. And I will say that even brought us closer than we already were. But those are just examples of which my community has shown up for me. And so having these different resources, having these support systems allowed me to sit with, again, what's next? What's happening now? Was I good enough? Even though they told me this is not basically a performance, you still start to question who you are. What did you do? What did it look like? Could I see it? And all these list of questions. You feel yes. me? And so then it's like, wait a minute. The way you bucking at your screen, though, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, because it's like, yo. I'm like, such you know, a New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> I have to call it out. Because, <laughs> like, you know, it's like, I'm, it's like I'm, feeling, I'm feeling like it was yesterday. But I think it was in that, in, that, in that moment I was unable to, like, you know what? I know that I need to move through this and I need to be reflective. You know, my coach at the time was like, I'm excited for you. Friends were like, I'm excited for you. And I was like, great. You're excited because I can't see it yet. Um, and mm-hmm. then each time I realized, it's like, okay, wait a minute. How, am I getting better with this? What does it actually look like? How does it feel? And I realized that I was moving through the process and reflecting on the experience and getting to a point where I was able to, you know, um, talk with the organization just to understand more about, not necessarily more about what happened, but more of just like, this is what my experience was and this is what it could look like. Um, And talk with friends. And again, because everyone is also like, you know, your community comes to you, like, how can we support you, et cetera. And so that the healing process I'm actually quite proud of because I was able to continue to come back to the reflective moments to get through Mm -hmm. it. And then from just a, from a, from a job perspective now, when I was at the center for social innovation um, and now, by the way, the New York location is closed. And so we closed, it can close during the pandemic Mm. fully. Yeah. And I was, and I was part of the team to actually close it down the physical space and um, dissolve the organization. And when we went into the the lockdown period, I, that's when I, that's when I was for, like I wasn't forced, but like, that's when we kind of pivoted, like most companies were doing, we went online and that's when I right. learned how to do like digital production. And so like, I knew mm-hmm. I already liked events and I love a run a show and I love like those different aspects. But now I was like, wait a minute, you can do this for the virtual meeting. What does it look like? And everyone's complaining about being on Zoom. And I was like, actually, I'm having the time of my life. Stop playing. <laughs> like, I ain't got to go nowhere. We're not doing Metro cars. We're not doing none of that. Like, I'm about to just be out here, sign on at 830, sign off at 845. We're not doing that. Like... <laughs> Where? Transit card where? Like, I'm not doing that, you know? And so when I realized how comfortable I was, I always knew I had like a technical aptitude. I was like, okay, like I can see more of this. So then fast forward when it was time to just kind of go and figure out like, you know, how to like to to move forward. I knew I had the production piece. I knew that I was already doing that. Um, yeah. or just even in like in small ways. And then I met Viv and um, shout out Viv because she's amazing. Shout out and, to our Viv. <laughs> oh, you know, we love her. And so, and, and, and she was the one who, um, 
well, she was one of the people that was kind of just like, hey, like, like, actually, I have a call. I have a call on Wednesday. Why don't you join that call? That call ended up being MTV. And then um, and then I joined the call. And then they said they had a project. I joined a project. I joined another project. And that's how I met you. You know, and then I ended up like, I ended up at the White House. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, like <laughs> three months ago, I was just like in tears because I lost my job. And now I'm in the White House, baby. Don't tell me nothing. And that's yes, when I was like, oh. unstoppable. I said the universe <laughs> is going to provide, you know. And Viv was the one who challenged me. And she said to lean into abundance. Honestly, Whoa. find a way to lean into abundance. And I didn't know what that meant, you know, but I was like, okay, like, let me, I knew what abundance was. And I knew that like, you know, I, I, and like it's been in the ether and calling in and those different aspects, but she said, no, lean in fully. And, you know, I leaned in. It's not an easy process because the idea of scarcity will always, well, has, has always trumped abundance in my head. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but it creeps back. And so you're in abundance, in abundance, in abundance. And then you're just like, but damn, I'm looking forward. I'm not sure what the work looks like. How am I going to do this? Wait a minute. Do I have the resources? Can I actually get that? Can I achieve? Can I create? Can I move? And you just say, oh, actually, no, I can. And you come back to that mindset. And I think that through that, um, that has that has kind of just like been able to move me forward. And then also for my coach, shout out Marie DeVoe was good. Um, oh, I love that name. <laughs> right? Listen, um, yes. I was I was working with her for a really long time, and you know she and through working with her, she really helped me move through a lot of my anxiety during the lockdown period because again, setting goals. And so even though I didn't have a therapist mm. and she wasn't my therapist, it was still those reflective pieces. It was still that reframe. It was still the ability to like, I can still do even while the world feels like it's burning and it still actively feels like it's burning in, in a lot of different yeah. ways, you know? And then, so I was working with her and I also, then I started producing for her events because she does different workshops, um, you know, around DEIB work as well as like executive coaching leadership. And I was like, no, I can actually be in this. And and I recognize, and actually, no, today, actually, and that's why it's so, ta- it's so fresh. I was talking to a facilitator, and she asked me a little bit about my story. And she was like, so you took a, a skill that you learned during the pandemic, and then you changed it into um, a source of income after you were laid off. And she said, that's a story that should be told on a stage. And she said that to me today. And I said, like... I felt it. And like Carrie Ann, like and you may not ever, you might not hear this, but like that meant a lot to me today. And I think that's also why it's been like a really good day because those are the moments where it's hard for me to see my accomplishments. It's hard for me to to give myself the quote unquote flowers. And so when people see that in me or have seen the journey, have witnessed that piece of me, you know, it just kind of changes and it kind of just like that's the piece that reinvigorates me, even mm-hmm. if I'm taking long to like put up this site or make this social media post or create this or create that, you know, that's the piece that I'm just like, okay, damn, like, yeah, I did that. And for a moment I can give me, I give myself roses or, or tulips or, 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 or hydrangeas or some shit. I don't know. Like, listen, I want all of them. I want all of them, you know? And oh so, my gosh. yeah. Theon, that's why you're on the mic today. Like, I knew you you resisted a little bit on, like, I don't know if I can talk on your podcast. You absolutely can. Because uh, let me tell you, if I was laid off in the middle of a pandemic, 
with two kids, husband, yeah. and all these responsibilities, that scarcity would have set in. It would have broke me, and I probably would have really, really fucking struggled. And yeah. not everybody can come back from that. I know a lot of people are facing that, and we'll talk about that. But I want to give you your flowers. Like, you've done amazing to go from crying on your friend's couch on her birthday to the White House in three months. Like, not everyone can can claim that story, and you can. Like, Hands down. I appreciate that. And I do want to put one asterisk that like, you know, CSI happened and another company happened and that's after the layoff because I say that only, (laughs) and I would say that just because like I had the dreams of consulting or trying or just doing my own when I was at two companies ago, I didn't have Mm -hmm. the confidence. I went to the next company and learned that I had the skills and the ability to do so, but I still didn't have the confidence to step out. And then the universe pulled the rug. And then I was like, okay, well, I need to step out before I go back to anything. Yes. And so that's where the it universe, becomes like this circle. The universe forced you. Yo! And, and, and so, you know, <laughs> oh, and so that's I where that. I am now. Yeah. I do have to point out that in your story, you kept pointing to community and your village. And damn, I didn't know how important community in a village were until I found myself wondering where mine was. And I said, yeah. wait a minute. Like, at first I was like, well, they don't like me or they not on my bed. Blah, 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 blah. It was very like external. And then I did some really deep reflection. I'm like, I'm not investing in these relationships the way that I should. I'm yeah. not showing up for people, you know, all the time, the way that I would like for them to show up for me. And you know, I think that was a really important lesson for me, especially going through my healing journey is that, yeah, I'm pretty much an introvert. I do the same thing that you did. You know, I'm sometimes a loud person. So people don't ask me some questions directly, but you know, I can, I can lean in to certain things and, and, you know, really feed in and nourish my village and my community and it'll come back and then I'll reap the rewards for the down the line. So I just really got a shout out to everyone in your circle because it sounds like everyone's really been pouring into you, but I'm willing to bet that it is because you pour into them and you are always there for them and, you know, really uplift them when they need it. So I'm willing to bet that. Um, and that's why I just got to give you your flowers and everybody else, everybody else who's listening, pour into your village, know who yeah, belongs in it, know who does it. Like, for real. This is the time, especially in that healing journey. I say this all the time. Like some people fall off. Some people are in that transition period. That's okay. Some people are meant to be a certain specific time. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. Like it is all right. And your village doesn't have to be huge. It just has to be authentic and truly okay for you. So, yeah. Um, I want to transition a little bit. Yeah. Still staying on the topic of village though. We've got a lot of people in our community who are facing layoffs. Um, Yeah. And it's doesn't, you know, I'm I'm not going to ignore the irony that this episode is going to air during Labor Day weekend Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the historical context here. But can you chat a little bit about, you know, you did your healing journey and you're still on that on that journey. But how have you navigated post layoff entrepreneurship and really finding what's next for you and leaning into that abundance? Um, I would say. Listen, everyone's situation is going to be different. 
And I, so I can't dictate what it looks like. I know that a ton of layoffs are happening right now because of the recession, because of just a number of different reasons. Um, particularly, I, know I was in tech, and so I recognize again that like companies are getting harder to like raise money and funds and blase, blase, blase. Like I get it. Um, but you know, for those who have been laid off, like I just said, like it's difficult, but find a way to. I, I don't know how to say it because the first thing that came to mind was move through it. But when I say move through it, that sounds like you're just trying to like, again, zoom past when you're moving. No, but you, I mean like almost like wade through it. So I wade in the water was in my head. So like I see water and you're just like, no, you better uh, let me <laughs> stop you. And you don't sing it. <laughs> listen, listen. Okay. Okay. Yo, for real. Um, but I, I really was gonna hit the note. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But um, you know, but like, but but no, but seriously, you gotta you got you gotta sit with it, and you gotta find you gotta find your groove. And it's difficult because it's scary, because it hurts, because there's a number of different things, and even and and again, it affects everyone very differently. But again, find a way to be able to reflect on what that means for you then. From that point in which you are in your life, what does being laid off mean? Is it an opportunity to try something that you never tried before? Is it um, a problem to solve? Is it just sitting there? Is it resting because you just because you never took rest before? And so the universe mm. is giving you that rest. You know, shout out to the Nat Ministry and and, <laughs> and, and and giving just giving that just giving the the um the idea of rest as resistance and the need for rest and also how rest is combating all these other aspects that we are like going through today. But again, like honestly, just it's gonna take a while to find your groove, but find your groove. And it looks different for everyone. So don't so you can't hear someone else's journey and then think that that's going to be yours. It'll be specific to you, but you will heal on the other side of it. It's going to be much better on the side of other side of it. And it looks like opportunity on the other side of it, you know? And again, yes. as you cultivate your community, have people that are actively nourishing you and you're nourishing them in that moment as well. Yes. And I think, I think that's, that's, that's the most that I can say. Um, an example that I did during this um, was starting to th- think about the things that bring me joy. So Talking about singing, I've always loved singing. Um, for a number of different reasons, I don't sing. Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> I was like, oh wait a minute, that's not what I signed up for. Like, <laughs> but no, but like, but 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 I but I saw that and like and I knew that because um, low key, I'm the person that watches a lot of American Idol and The Voice in all the countries on YouTube. Stop playing, yes. like all of them. <laughs> All of the clips. I was like, y'all talk another language. I don't need to know what you're saying until you start singing. Stop playing. Um, and so, like, knowing that, like, I knew I like to sing. Like, a friend of mine, um, um, she's a singer. And then we were just meet because she's also, like, I used to work with her two companies ago. Um, shout out Allegra. And Allegra Gilfenbaum. So, if you're looking, like, Allegra G, like, what's good? Um, <laughs> like, she... Um, yeah, I put a whole government. Uh, I'm putting everybody government. Sorry, guys. Like, and so <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that um, Ain't that nothing that, a quick Google search won't. <laughs> yeah, won't for real. <laughs> and so and 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 so like we, you know, we were connecting a lot of different ways. And then she, you know, talked about singing, and she's like, "Hey, I think I might start singing lessons, but it's not for like folks that want to like you know 
I mean, like you can work with her and like better your singing because like just general if you already have that capacity. But also it's just for folks that just want to have a good time just so that can kind of just move forward. And, and she called it vocal ease. And so singing for vocal ease. And so I was like, oh, this feels like, this feels approachable. I can do this. And so then I started working with her and I realized how much joy I got out of it. And that was a piece. Mm. I'm not trying to be Carnegie Hall, you know, you feel me? For singing at least. <laughs> like, you know, so, <laughs> and so, and so, and so, like, no, so, so seeing that, I was like, okay, I'll take the classes. So I took the classes and that brought me joy. And people challenged me to like, you know, go, like, try new things, go new places. I'm still trying to try new things. You feel me? Like, one yeah. of, a couple of friends have told me to go camping. I, I'm born and bred in Brooklyn. <laughs> I, the way that the bugs crawl on you, that's the piece that stops me a little bit from going outside and be like, oh, I'm going to sleep on the ground. Excuse me, sir. I would rather <laughs> lie in the bed, you know, lie in the bed and glamp, as they say. Like, I want... I want to have beautiful things around me. And it could even be less, it's just like, and beautiful is just a structure. Like, <laughs> like you know, so, so, oh, so. I did not see this going in this so, direction. <laughs> so there's still, there's, 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 there's still more things that I want to try that, like, you know, because like it may bring me joy that I didn't even realize. And, and, and that's an active reflective piece because honestly, and, and I say that example because legit, I think within a, t- a time span of like a week or so, three different people asked me about going outside. Or like, you know, going camping, that capacity. And I've always been averse to it. So I was like, yeah, like, universe is telling me go to camp. And so I need to set that up. Um, But again, um, back to the through line before I lose it. Um, It is, (laughs) you know, you got to find things that bring you joy. Is there, just even if it's a minute, if it's an hour, if it's like a couple weeks, whatever it looks like, just find something that can give back to you. Because those are going to be the things that are healing and rejuvenated. Rejuvenating. Rejuvenating. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, grandma's not grammaring today. Thank you. Um, But like, you know, those are those are going to be the pieces. Like, because I don't know, you got to find it somehow. And the world is just like, again, like, and I say this, and this might be a little defeatist, but I I say this at times of like, the world is consistently burning. Like figure like literally and figuratively, <laughs> because it's getting hotter and like climate change. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but we gotta find ways to move through it because why not? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes to all of that. There's so much. There's so much in that. And yeah. I will acknowledge that it is hard to wade in the water. I mean, I am I'm probably like example A of yeah. resisting wading in the water. Um yeah. You know, I've leaned into a little bit of entrepreneurship and trying new things and things that I'm that Go ahead you know, a minute. into the abundance. <laughs> I'm gonna stop for one moment talking about you know like uh, trying a little bit of the entrepreneurship and X, Y, and Z and like Miss <laughs> Ayana, like the, my example of Ayana. Listen, we were at an event. Uh, we were at the MTV event, and and I want to say that where I knew you were different. Um, and I hope that this, it, I'm gonna give you this example. So boom, um, we were sitting there and someone turned around um, and, uh, you know, inquired about the group that you were in hidden healers because you all had an amazing project and the work that you're doing um, and continuing work to be doing. So shout out to the um, hidden healers, project. shout out to the hidden healers. What's good. And yeah. so, um, so we're sitting there and like, you know, and Viv and I were hyping me out because we was right next to you too and hyping up everyone of participants, but also, but you're the closest. Um, next to me. And so, but this woman turned around 
and you know said hey like how do i how do i follow hidden healers and you're, and you're like oh yeah you can follow us on socials and so she turns back around and ayana takes her phone and in that moment hidden healers didn't have a social media account and created a social media account put the first post and then tap back the woman on the shoulder like actually here this is who you can follow that was the example and that's how i know all of these pieces the podcast <laughs> The, the 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 consulting, all of the things that you're doing that I don't even know about yet because you because you can't because you signed the agreement you can't say it yet like there all of these different things like that's how I knew you had the grit that's how I knew you had the heart and that's how I knew like again like it spoke a lot about your character and how you're moving and your example I said this while I was out there but like I appreciate that entire experience because all of you were examples and continue to be of like, again, just authentic representation of who you are and your thoughts. And I feel like that's very hard to do. And even if it's a continued process of trying to recalibrate and, 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 and continuing to remind yourself to be authentic in this space, less of being authentic, but just reminding to show up in these types of very authentic ways. So yeah. Here's your flowers as well, because you've given mine a lot. So I'm going to throw a bouquet. Like, I'm going to throw it over to you as well. (laughs) Thank you. I receive it. It's not often that the tables are turned (laughs) when I'm doing these interviews. So I appreciate it. I think you. you. I receive it. I'm I'm leaning into receiving my flowers. Yes. um, And just, and leaving it at that. I'm not going to psychoanalyze myself on why I shouldn't be receiving flowers. That's episode two. (laughs) Right. That's episode two. Um, But yeah, I just, I've been leaning in a little bit more. And for me, I still keep my safety net because that just makes me feel good and my specific story. Um, But I just said all that to say that, you know, just lean into whatever works for you. Wait in the water, like Neon said. And also this was just, you know, I was reminded of this this week is that joy is an act of resistance. And, you know, the system is made for us to not bask in our joy. And yes. so just joy in itself is an act of resistance. And I'm going to say the name wrong, but I think it's Choi Derekha mm-hmm. is um, who that quote is from, from their poem, um, which if you don't know, look it up. I'll put it in the show notes. But Theon, is there anything, any advice that you would give folks specifically those in tech who seem to be having a a high rate of layoffs right now on what they can do just to get through this time. Any advice? Um, Again, find joy. Um, Take some time, take some time to yourself as, as, as much as possible for you. Cause again, everyone's situation is, is different. You know, and 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 really weigh out your options and see what needs to come next. You're gonna have that gut instinct that I need to find something now. I need to do this. And again, circumstances are different, and so like, and there and there's and there's no judgment on anyone's process on whatever it it, it, it looks like. So know that is authentic to you. But again, just just look at the options that are ahead of you. Um, consider the consider the pieces rather that. I don't know, like it's like, and this and this might this might sound real woo woo whatever, but look in your heartbeat, like what is that? Like what are you feeling? Like that's that's the only that's the only reason why right now I'm you know I'm 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 leaning into the joy aspects and like and doing multiple things is because in my heart of hearts, 
I've known that I've wanted to do this for a while. And mm-hmm. it's and the path isn't charted. And I'm still trying to figure out how to like how to manage these different aspects and like to to be a consultant and to become the officiant that I want to become and to, you know, and to be the coach and to do this and to do that. And a lot of these things Again, they haven't fully manifested. Like the coaching thing, calling myself out. This is the first time that I've called myself a coach in any aspect of anything. You so, are a coach. <laughs> and so, and so, and so that's so that's why I was like, you know what? And then, but like, I'm gonna, I'm willing to try it. And if there's a point where I say, you know what, I'm gonna change my course right now. I'm gonna go ahead and change it. It doesn't have to look one way. And so, know that too. Know that it can, it, it can, it can, it can be flip it upside down. Was it? What makes you say flip it upside down and reverse it? Like you can do <laughs> all them things. You can do all them things. Like yes. anything, you can. Like you shout can. Missy Elliot. Yo, shout out to Missy Elliott. Stop playing. Like yes, she's been dope. She's been doping and dope for for mad years. So, anywho, <laughs> the point is again, like again, like. Just don't, I'm sorry, just like, don't, just don't stress yourself. Like, yeah. you got a lot of our minds. And so just kind of, you know, do, do, do your best. Yes. I love that. I love that. And with that, we're going to wrap up this conversation. Yeah. Dion, where can people find you, connect with you, follow your work? I know it's still a work in progress, but where can yeah. they find you? Heavy on the work in progress, but that's also <laughs> life. Um, there we go. <laughs> you can find me on LinkedIn, Theona Freeman. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Theonius Free. That's T-H-E-O-N-I-U-S-F-R-E-E. Um, you can also find me because there will be on something on this page sometime soon, uh, Married by Thee. And so that's Married Ooh. by T-H-E-E. Yes. I love that. I love that. Is that dot com? No, um, there is a dot com, but uh, right now it's just Instagram. We we working on all that. Like I told you, like look, I respect I, the progress. Yeah. So anyone who's checking it out, like you know, continue to check it as exactly the continues. Stop playing. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. But the influencers was good. That's a perfect way to, for me to close this episode because I do be telling people like, like, comment, and subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Sesame Corazón. Theon, it has been a pleasure to be on this episode with you. I should have just known at Brooklyn that we were going to be hey. <laughs> in there like swimmers. So thank you so much for showing up, for sharing your story, for being vulnerable and just just being you like i i truly love you i'm so grateful for you thank you for being i love you too thank you all right y'all we'll see y'all on the next one well rather hear you or talk to you the next one y'all have a good one